You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing one routine that takes 30 minutes or less, could completely disrupt your day, but for the good, and might completely change your life. At the time of this recording, it is May, and May is Mental Health Month, and I've always been a huge advocate of mental health and never shied away from talking about it because I think that it is so important. And I've said before, how you show up for yourself translates into how you show up for the people you love and for the world at large. And it's just a better world when we're all taking care of ourselves, starting with our mental health. Now, in the past, I've shared about things like the psychological effects of clutter or how our environments impact our mental health or self care practices that you can practice at home to help your mental health or just your daily well-being. But today I want to talk about one simple routine that takes 30 minutes or less that you can do every day to greatly influence how you experience your space, but also your mental health, your well-being, and just how good you feel on a day-to-day basis. It's called a reset routine. Now, maybe you've heard of it. Have you ever actually tried it? And if you did try it, Did you have any kind of strategy or intention behind it? When you do, you can experience some major changes in your day. So today I'm going to be sharing my reset routine that you can do in 30 minutes or less. And anything that I do, I always like to start off with a really low barrier entry point, something that is really low effort that I don't have to put a lot of thought into. So when it comes to my daily reset routine, step one is always to do a floor scoop. I literally walk around picking everything up off the floor. Sometimes I'll scoop everything off the floor in one big heap and toss it onto the bed and then just like take it out and disperse it from there. But the goal is to make sure that things are not on the floor. So in my house, this usually looks like picking up Charlie's toys and taking them back to her toy box, picking up Chloe's toys and putting them wherever they need to be, and occasionally scooping up some clothes and tossing them in whatever basket they belong in. An off the floor scoop may also mean just sliding chairs or furniture pieces that may be out, whether it's for Chloe or a rocking chair like I'm sitting in now, sliding them back into place. Again, this takes seconds. So we're not talking about like a big moving furniture event, just resetting the area. This isn't like daily chores time or your time to go through and wipe and sterilize and all of that stuff. We just want to do a quick reset, give yourself a little more space and a little more of a clear visual path. And this is also going to have the benefit of when you do go to clean house and sweep and mop and all of the things that you generally do in your usual cleaning, you're not going to have quite as much to do because you'll have been doing regular resets. This part of the reset usually takes me about two minutes or less. If you're somebody who's never done resets and you're just kicking the process off, you might need five minutes, but really it shouldn't take longer than that because remember, our only goal is to get things off the floor. Step two is dish zero. So 90% of the bulk and the clutter and just the general messes that we get inside of our space come from dishes and laundry. So if you can keep the dishes managed at a reset point, you're gonna find your daily life is just much more pleasant. You have glasses when you need to go grab a glass in the middle of the day. You're not having to move things off the desk really quick so that you can have a Zoom chat if you work from home. You know, just make sure 
your process and your flow a lot simpler. Now again, this isn't cleaning or chores. I'm not telling you to go wash dishes, but you wanna gather the dishes during this reset point and make sure that they make it into the sink, maybe give them a quick rinse and slosh around. If the dishwasher is empty, then it's just as convenient to go ahead and set your dishes inside of the dishwasher and close them, but we're not sitting there and scrubbing and taking out the dish scrubbers and the dish soap and unloading the dishwasher and all of those things. So if you don't have a convenient spot, like an already empty dishwasher to set your dish, then what I like to do is use the right side of the sink for the rinsed dishes that are ready to go into the dishwasher and the left side of the sink for things that need to soak or are going to be a little more heavy duty. This again is going to make chores a heck of a lot easier because whoever does do the dishes later on that night is going to have them all in one spot. There's not going to need to be going out and gathering all of the things. There's not going to be like needing to scrub every single dish that's in the sink because they'll have already been rinsed and set aside so that stuff isn't sticking to them. It just makes the process a lot easier. So we're removing friction from our day. Next up is pillows and blankets. So this includes the sofa, any throw pillows that are just out of whack or landed on the floor at some point or throw blankets that people have used that are strewn across the couch. It also includes the bedroom. So straightening, fluffing up the comforter, making sure that the pillows are put back in place. Again, this is a really quick process. If I have a throw blanket in my room that I've been using, I'll go and I'll toss it back on the rocking chair where it stays. And it's just super quick to reset, but it makes the space that I'm living in, the space that I'm working in, feel so much better and more comfortable. And it doesn't drive me crazy walking through the living room seeing, you know, blankets and pillows all over the place. And then I move on to the clothes because like I said earlier, 90% of the stuff that gets out of whack comes from our dishes and from our laundry. Now, if you have like piles and piles of laundry that needs to be folded and put away, then this is not the time to do that. Kind of like it's not the time to wash all the dishes. You can do those at your regular cleaning or chores time, whatever that happens to be. But once you get that done, I highly recommend staying on top of it with the reset points like I do. So for me, my laundry reset point looks like dumping out the laundry basket onto the bed and putting clothes away if we have clothes that need to be put away like that. Otherwise, if it hasn't been a laundry day recently, like the majority of the days aren't, then any clothes that I may have collected on the floor, I'll put those in a pile and we'll put those away at the end. And the reason for that is because I like to work in batches. I don't want to walk to a corner of the room and hang things up or fold them and then go do something else and come back and hang up more clothes and fold them. I want to do it all at once because it's more efficient and it just takes less time. If we have a laundry basket of clothes that we need to put away, then while I'm walking around the room picking things up, if I come across clean clothes, I'll toss those in the clean laundry basket. And then after we've done the other things that I've mentioned, we'll come through, empty the basket onto the bed, and Matt and I will each put away our own clothes. And this probably takes longer than all the other steps. But at this point, because we've minimized our wardrobe and because we don't wait until we have like mounds and mounds of laundry saved up for us to put away, it probably takes us like five to maybe 10 minutes. I would say 10 minutes tops. And then I treat myself with the final part of this reset, which is to reset my brain and my body. And this is huge for me. It's become even more important to me over the years because when I sit down to work on something, I just get sucked into like this state of flow or tunnel vision. Sometimes it feels really productive like flow. Sometimes it feels a little more obsessive like tunnel vision. And either way, I need to take these times to break away and to give myself an interruption. You know, aside from staying refreshed and efficient and just on top of my mental health and everything, reset points are great for disrupting disrupting the status quo, getting you up and moving, getting you out of your current headspace, which we can a lot of times get stuck in, and we just need to be forced to disrupt. 
I have three forms for this. Sometimes I'll overlap them. Sometimes I'll bundle them up and do one after another. But those are, I'll go for a walk. We have a trail loop that Matt and I will walk Charlie and Chloe on. Or I'll do my yoga, something that I've been trying to do at least three times a week here lately. And or I'll use my Aura app sometimes in combination with the other two things to help get my mind back to a neutral, calm state. So that is my 30 minute or less reset routine that I do every single day or at least try my utmost to and I definitely feel a difference when I'm able to take that 30 minutes to reset my space. Also, in case you missed it last week, I have reopened my free resource library and we will be continuing to add things to it. But for right now, all of my best resources that you guys have requested are in that one hub and you can get access to that using the link down in my description and I will chat with you all next week. <laughs>